in the world of freedom. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Ich bin ein Berliner. This is Radio Goethe Magazine with Arndt Peltner. News and information from the heart of Europe. Hello and welcome to Radio Goethe Magazine. I'm Arndt Peltner. In today's program I have an interview with a German ambassador to the United States about the German involvement in Afghanistan. So stay tuned. But first, the news. Radio Goethe Magazine. The news with Nina Paula. Berlin. Germany's left party has voted to send up TV actor Peter Sodan as its candidate in the coming campaign for president. The political success of the former actors Ronald Reagan and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the US must have featured in the thought process which led to the party's decision. Sodan is especially known among TV fans as Kommissar Ehrlicher in the German cult crime series Tatort even though he has some experience in dealing with political power. Being one of East Germany's most popular actors, Sodan was incarcerated for two years by the communist regime in the 60s for directing a student theater. Its program was defined as being counter-revolutionary. Potsdam in the autumn of 1938, Hitler's troops launched a brutal attack on the Jews, which later became known as Kristallnacht. Now, an Israeli journalist has found remnants of that pogrom in a dump in Brandenburg. The find includes a green glass bottle with the Star of David imprinted on its bottom and part of an elaborate backrest likely having been used in synagogues of the time. The German government is now being asked to contract experts to investigate the area. Potsdam. Residents of the Lausitz region of eastern Germany are growing increasingly fearful of wolves. As the predators encroach on human settlements, hunters and animal rights activists disagree over how dangerous these animals really are. In the eastern states of Saxony and Brandenburg, there have been 800 wolf sightings in the last 10 years. While animal rights activists are delighted, others are terrified. When the region's mayors came together for a wolf conference in Wittichenau in Saxony, a wolf promptly made an appearance in the town. But instead of attacking innocent children, the beast allowed someone to feed it a bratwurst from the school cafeteria. Berlin. A new German film explores the fate of the women who were raped by Red Army soldiers at the end of World War II. The film, A Woman in Berlin, deals with the story of one of those women. The film is based on Anonymous, an autobiographical account originally published by a German journalist and editor in the 1950s, describing her experiences between April and June 1945. Most agree that the problem was particularly acute in eastern Germany. Historians estimate that close to 2 million German women and girls were raped in the closing months of the war, many repeatedly. A research project, launched even this week, is hoping to find some of the victims more than six decades later. Berlin. Musicians across Germany have put down their instruments in protest over what they consider low pay. 
So far, more than 4,000 musicians have stopped working. The protest is spreading and affects more than 70 orchestras. They may have to cancel rehearsals and performances, the German Orchestra Association says. The musicians have contracts with the Deutsche Bühnenverein, an employer's group representing some 430 operas, theaters and concert halls around the country. On Monday, a suicide bomber on a bicycle blew himself up in the Kunduz region of northern Afghanistan, killing two German soldiers, injuring two more, but also killing five children who were standing nearby. That marks 30 dead German soldiers since the mission of the Bundeswehr started in Afghanistan. Germany is highly involved in rebuilding the country and strengthening the young democracy in Afghanistan. About the current events, I talked to the German ambassador to the United States, Klaus Schariot, by phone. Mr. Ambassador, how much is Germany involved in the rebuilding and peace process in Afghanistan? How much in the war on terror? Very much so. Uh, you will remember that it was Germany who not only supported uh, the intervention in Afghanistan from the very beginning, but we were the ones who had the idea to have the Petersburg Conference, the political process, um, in, uh, in, in Germany, close to Bonn, And we brought together all the major players in Afghanistan and also the neighboring countries. But in addition to that, uh, we, of course, were, from the very beginning, one of the main contributors. From January 2003 until August 2006, we were the number one troop contributor to ISAF. Now we are number three. Uh, we actually were the first ones to have the idea that this should be a NATO operation. We were the first ones who had the idea that we have to leave Kabul, that we have to go to the west of Afghanistan, and we were the first ones who actually went to the north. And we had the idea to change the PRT concept, the Provincial Reconstruction Team concept, in a way that now we have a civil head and a military head And it was also our idea to push very much for the comprehensive approach that means for the interaction between reconstruction and security, providing security uh, makes it possible to have reconstruction and reconstruction makes it possible to get more security. So uh, to cut a long answer short, we were, I would say, instrumental from the very beginning and have always been a major player. I should add that we have also spent more than a billion euro, that's about 1.3, 1.4 billion uh, dollars in civil uh, reconstruction aid. And uh, so I would say we have played a big, big role on Afghanistan and in the war on the war on the, on, on the war on terror. I hesitate to use the word war on terror because we don't really believe it's a war we rather speak about uh, a fight against terrorists. Could you describe some of the projects Germany is involved in? Yep, we have actually quite a few concepts. I already talked about the PRT concept, which is uh, crucial for us. But beyond that, we concentrate on the areas health, infrastructure, education, and also to help women. We have... Uh, put together again the first gymnasium, the first high school for women there in Kabul. 
And we believe that we should try to do whatever we can to help uh, Afghanistan to get a functioning, non-corrupt bureaucracy. And therefore, we work in that. We have been uh, rehabilitating quite a few uh, hospitals, and we have been working on education, especially on professional uh, education. But in addition to that, we have also been concentrating on helping uh, the police to get better training, to get uh, education also, and to build up an Afghan police force. It seems to me that the public over here in the US and Canada is not aware of that Germany takes an important role in Afghanistan. Why do you think this international engagement is hardly known over here and the calls for a wider presence of Germany in Afghanistan are becoming louder? I would slightly challenge what you say. Um, you see, because when I speak with my counterparts here in the U.S. administration and also in Congress, I do have the feeling that they are fully aware of uh, our commitment. They know that we, are the, that we were the ones who invented the Petersburg process. They know that we um, did all those things which I mentioned in the beginning, and they very much appreciate it. And they know that we have currently the third uh, largest contingent there with uh, far more than 3,000 people, that we have recce tornadoes there, that we have transport there, that we have the quick reaction force there. So my interlocutors are fully aware of that, and I get a lot of positive reaction to that. So I would uh, slightly disagree with your, with your statement And uh, that we, and I'm very glad that we have this interview, so <laughs> that also the larger public uh, is maybe even more aware of what we are doing. You're talking about members of Congress and your counterparts at the State Department, but I get this impression, maybe it's because I'm over here at the West Coast, that the public doesn't really know that and how much Germany is involved in Afghanistan. Sure, maybe we have to do a better job in uh, public diplomacy. Maybe I should get over there more often than I do. Uh, but uh, you see, um, I really have the feeling that whoever has really studied the problem in Afghanistan is really very much aware of this German contribution. And uh, I think, at least I haven't talked to anyone who, um, of those, I mean, who are aware of it, who is not really very appreciative of it. But maybe you're right. Maybe we have to do more on the West Coast. Uh, maybe we have to, maybe I have to come over there, but I'm, I'm coming in, in, in December. Germany focused in the war on terror on Afghanistan and not Iraq. Why was that and will this stay like this? Um, first of all, you see, the fight against terrorists is something which is one, uh, one part police work. I mean, we, our services work very closely together. Then we have to win the hearts and minds of uh, the population in large parts of the non-aligned world where people like us, but they should continue to like us and they should not be turned over into terrorists because only dissatisfied people can become terrorists or will become terrorists. So we believe it's a, it's a, it's a two-tire thing. It's a thing winning the hearts and minds of people 
uh, but also, especially in Afghanistan, but also in other parts, and also to do police work. That's what we're doing. Now, on your question on Iraq, you will remember that we had a different view about the urgency of intervening in Iraq. We, in early 2003, uh, were not of the view that this was urgent and uh, that this had such a high priority. And uh, we actually had a couple of questions, and therefore we thought it would be much more important to work as we had done uh, since uh, late, uh, since the fall of 2001 uh, on Afghanistan, because remember, the, uh, the horrible attacks of 9-11, they were planned in Afghanistan, and people were in Afghanistan who practiced for that, who trained for that, and so there was a link between the uh, horrible uh, attacks of 9-11 to Afghanistan, to the Afghan government, who gave them a safe haven and who made it possible that these attacks were, were committed, whereas, as we all know, Iraq had nothing to do with that. If the new incoming administration in Washington is asking Germany for help in Iraq, would Germany consider that? You see, uh, we, uh, first of all, uh, we are already doing uh, quite a lot uh, in Iraq, which uh, probably by your standards is not known here. And there I would, uh, to a certain extent, agree. We have been training more than 1,400 uh, Iraqis. We have been training soldiers, officers. We have been training police. But we have been training before all bureaucrats uh, so that they know how to run the ministry. We have been training journalists. We have been doing uh, education. Uh, we have been doing professional training. So we have, uh, we have done quite a lot of things. Uh, you see... We have not sent military because that, for us, is a red line. Uh, you see, you know what we recommended, and therefore I do not believe that uh, any German government could really send in soldiers to Iraq. But we will continue to train uh, officers. We have done it at the United Arab Emirates, and we have done it in Germany. And so also our military is engaged, but uh, in this way, uh, basically in training. Judging by the discussion in Germany, the involvement of German troops in Afghanistan seems to be controversial for Germans. Why is that? Uh, there are many reasons for that. One reason is that, of course, um, in a democracy, war is never popular. And uh, a fighting engagement is never popular. People die, and uh, nobody likes uh, to see uh, people dying. That's the main reason. Uh, the second reason, but that's the reason we all share. The second reason is that maybe it seems to some people in Germany distant. We probably have to do a still better job in explaining to our countrymen and countrywomen why Uh, this uh, danger also is something which is a danger for Europe, uh, for Germany, and why this has direct uh, implications if something goes wrong there, as we all experienced on 9-11. You see, we had a defense minister who once said, 
the security of Germany is defended at the Hindu Kush in Afghanistan, and that remains true. But there's a third reason I would like to mention, and that is that, you see, we have learned in Germany, as in most of Europe, the painful lesson that military engagement very seldom solves the problem alone. It might be necessary, but you see, we in Europe have engaged in not, in, not enough wars. We have engaged in too many wars, and... Uh, I think that is one of the reasons why the European Union was formed in the 1950s, because European leaders came to the conclusion we have to stop wars, we have to stop, we have to put an end to uh, military conflict, and therefore uh, a purely military solution seems out of question for Germans, and, and that's another reason why we so much argue for the comprehensive approach in Afghanistan, because we believe that only a combination of providing security and providing and helping with reconstruction can be successful. But this historical lesson is an important one, and just to give you one figure, between 1618 and 1945, to just give you one example, we had 23 wars between Germany and France, 23 wars. And nobody is really eager to have uh, further wars in Europe. Mr. Ambassador, the presence of German troops in Afghanistan has taken its toll with injured and killed soldiers. How are Germans dealing with this? Yeah, this is painful, and this is very difficult. Um, you see, you know that we have now uh, 30 killed uh, soldiers and 30 dead soldiers in Afghanistan, and that, of course, is 30 too many. Every single one is one too many. And uh, I know how difficult it is that you, your country, are losing soldiers, are lo losing lives, And I know about the pain, and we feel very much with you. And um, I can only tell you that those moments when people uh, return um, dead, uh, this is a very, very uh, difficult situation. But uh, as the security of Germany and uh, the world demands it, We will continue to do that. We will continue to remain committed to reconstruction and providing security in Afghanistan. How does the future of the German involvement in Afghanistan look like? Is there a timeline or already plans to pull out? No, there is no timeline. Um, uh, my prediction is it will continue to be difficult. Uh, it will not be easy, but uh, it is very, very important. Uh, you might have uh, read that uh, the German Bundestag uh, just a week ago today uh, uh, extended our mandate. You know that the German parliament has to, every year they have to continue to um, extend the mandate for our soldiers to be serving abroad. So we have a parliamentary army in that sense. There is no German abroad without a parliamentary, uh, a parliamentary approval. And we have just renewed that a week ago. And uh, the government is fully committed, fully committed um, by uh, 
the chancellor, the foreign minister, the defense minister, everybody. And we had a very solid majority of about four and a half to one. We had about 440 votes for it and only 96 against it in the Bundestag. So that's a very good result. And uh, so I'm quite confident that uh, Germany is also in the future and will remain committed to do whatever it can to provide reconstruction and also security. I talked with the German ambassador to the United States, Klaus Schariot, before this show by phone.
That was today's Radio Goethe magazine. You can find us online at radiogoethe.org, where you can also stream this show again and subscribe to our free podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Arndt Peltner. Auf der Straße, der großen Straße, geht ein junger Mann und singt. Auf der Straße, der großen Straße, träumt ein Mädchen vor sich hin. Eine Blume an der Bluse und ein Lächeln um den Mund. Eine Blume an der Bluse und ihr Herz schlägt ohne Grund. Und er geht und er singt, la la la. Sie träumt vor sich hin. Auf der Straße, der großen Straße, wo sie entgegengeht. Auf der Straße, der großen Straße, hat sie den Kopf. Verdreht. Er nimmt sie in seine Arme, du bedeutest für mich viel. Sie schmiegt sich in seine Arme, bei dir fühl ich mich am Ziel. Und er singt und er singt, la la la. Hier die Bluse und er fragt sie, liebst du mich? Und er öffnet ihr die Bluse und sie sagt, ich liebe dich. Während später auf der Straße der Mann weitergeht und singt, welkt am Rand der großen Straße. Eine Blume ohne Sinn und ihr Geld.